All right, welcome to the 71st episode of Clubhouse Convos. Colin Scully back in the host chair once again after a long uh, hiatus, awful internet hiatus. Uh, joined by my good friend tonight, just Evan Mullins. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good to be back. Good to be doing an in-person pod and Madbury Commons, which is certainly <laughs> not treated us very well. Shocking. Uh, just the Wi-Fi has been horrific. I haven't done a podcast in a month. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's, it's been a while. Con- uh, Connor and Dan have been spearheading yeah. almost every episode of that. To say the least. <laughs> um, just going to talk a little MLB between the two of us late at night, so we'll make it quick. But a uh, couple weeks left in the season. I mean, what are, you, what are you looking at right now? What are you most interested in the MLB? Yeah, so I'm – most interested in um, kind of the National League uh, and kind of seeing how the National League is going to play out. Uh, you got some really good teams in the NL. The Dodgers, like at this point, it's almost a question of can anybody beat the Dodgers? You got the Mets and the Braves, their division race, which is it has really heated up. And it's so interesting because if you throw back a month and a half ago, Spencer Strider was calling up the Mets. So this is kind of like a new rivalry within baseball. And then you also got you know, the Padres who wrote it up at the deadline like no other team really did. Uh, the Cardinals, who I absolutely love. I've been on the Cardinals train for months now. Um, I think they're a legit team. And then I think, you know, you got Philadelphia and there's that last team. So I think the NL is going to be awesome to watch. I don't really care about the AL. The Red Sox aren't in it. Uh, it'll probably be the Astros at this point or even the Yankees. You know, I can't even say Yankees, but at this point, I'm just excited to watch some NL uh, playoff baseball. And I'll probably tune in on most of the matchups. I don't really care too much about the AL. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I mean, on the AL side of things, I- I've been watching the AL Central. Guardians are up four over uh, the Chicago White Sox, who, without totally Russo, have totally turned it around, uh, <laughs> as we all pretty much predicted. That guy just sucks at his job. Uh, they're five games above 500 now, and only – five games back of the wild card, half a game back of the Orioles for the last spot. So they're itching to get back in. So much talent on that roster. It's hard to imagine they don't make it. Like him and Edson's going back from injuries, hitting above 300 with double-digit home runs. Elvis Andrews has been a spark for them. Oh, big Replacing Tim Anderson who went down. Uh, so that's been interesting watching Minnesota. Kind of like we all were like, all right, Minnesota's going to win that division. Like, they've mm-hmm. taken a fall from grace almost. Well, Cleveland, yeah. it feels like the pitching is just carrying. Uh, Beaver's been yeah. spectacular this last two months. Savali has pitched well. Uh, Quintrill, I know, has pitched well. So, they've, they've had guys step up. Yeah, even Tristan McKenzie's having a good year. That's interesting. And I think yeah. it's so it, – it sucks with the Twins. If I'm the Minnesota Twins management, I do fire Rocco Baldelli after the year. You had a lot of momentum. And I hate to say someone should be fired, but you know, I'm going to get my take. I think you look at um, where they were a month ago. They were in a good spot a month ago. They even went out and traded for Maley. That sucked that he had, uh, I believe, shoulder fatigue. So he's been on the shelf. And then uh, Jorge Lopez from Baltimore, that didn't work out really either. He hasn't been very good. So their two deadline ads have been flops, but it's just the mismanagement of the bullpen. Emilio Pagan is awful, and yet he still gets put in high-leverage situations by Rocco Baldelli, and it almost blows the game every time. It's like, okay, all right, you have Duran, who's an awesome reliever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been doing great things this year. Outside of that, that bullpen is brutal. They didn't address it, and it's how they've been losing games. Also, Buxton has been on the IL. Uh, at this point, he, he can't peg Byron, but he's Bucks, a the, he's to a play, he is. 
he can't pay him to play more than 100 games in a year. He's just not going to be able to do that. So when you combine all those things, uh, and, yeah, the injury is not Rocco's fault, but just people are just not producing the way they were a month ago. And it's unfortunate for the Twins because I, I did like them. Coming you in. think about the out, uh, the impact that's going to have on Correa's decision to opt back in or to opt out. Yeah. I mean, a month ago it sounded like he was thinking about staying there in first place. They, they look solid, probably the third best team in the AL. And now a month later, he could easily walk, easily walk. One more thing about the AL, I think outside of the Astros, two through seven, I could see anybody winning a series. Like, I think it's the wins are not exactly there, but I think the competitiveness and, like, ability to grind out different style baseball games, I think all these teams match up pretty well. I mean, Yankees-Orioles first round, I'd probably go with, New York, but still, I think the Orioles can steal a few. The bullpen's been really, really good since the deadline. Obviously, the inning's been there. The pitching from no-name guys all year. Um, it's it's fun to watch. It's, it's cool seeing four AL East teams in there. I wish the Sox were one of them. You want to touch upon the Sox a little bit? I mean, uh, that, that report that came out about oh, the internal disapprovement of the front office, one may, may call that. Yeah, it's, it's certainly not a good situation for the Red Sox. Um, it certainly doesn't shed positive light on high and bloom. I know Dan was probably dancing today reading that report. Um, for, you know, Nate Evaldi and Rich Hill to come out and, and vocally you know, condone or come against, uh, you know, the move to DFA Pulecki, I think is so interesting because it is rare that you see players come out nowadays and criticize uh, the management, uh, and I think it's it's a horrible look for High Bloom in the front office because now, now you know, of all these free agent, let's not forget the expectation at this point. If he doesn't seem to be uh, liking the way things are going, he he will leave. Um, and I think Rich Hill's a free agent as well. So these are two guys that I don't you know expect to be back, but it's just not a good look for High Bloom um, to do this. And uh, well, I and, think. I think the problem is like, yeah, the guys are upset because everybody loves Milwaukee, but I'm blue from day one is just treated his job as managing baseball operations. Like he hasn't seemed to care about the fans. He hasn't seemed to care about what the players really have to say. He's just doing as he sees best. Like obviously got thrown into the Mookie trade and obviously fans didn't want to see him go, but that's what was happening. So he made a trade, I think. You know, it kind of feels like Bogart's endeavors are looking for a lot of money and and maybe ownership is not willing to pay that. Maybe Bloom doesn't see them being worth that type of investment, mm-hmm. but no traction on contract extensions for Bogart's endeavors. And it's like, well, maybe he's just doing his job and doesn't really care what the fans think. Right, but I think part of the job is you have to care what no, the fans think. And, and I think it goes back to Especially in a big league or big, big city market. I think it goes back a year ago when they didn't bring Schwarber back, who was a fan favorite, and really he gave so much energy to Boston, obviously being from Massachusetts, and I think you let him go, that's in the message. Um, obviously, you talk about the Betts trade. I don't blame him at all for the Betts trade. No. The Betts had to be traded, and guess what? Verdugo is one of their best players. Uh, it's, been, it's been fantastic. He's not moving He's not, but you weren't going to get moving no. Like You can make that case with any trade. No, Look agree. at the Nationals trading Trey Turner to the Dodgers. Yeah, Kyber Ruiz on number one prospect, Josiah Gray number two prospect. 
I'm sorry, they're not Trey Turner, and they never will be Trey Turner. That you have to understand that. Like, they could. I mean, it, it's their first four years. Yeah, but, but still, they're not like yeah, you're they're not, not gonna that. be. I mean, exactly. Gray will get strikeouts. I'll yeah. give them that. But again, you're not see like they're never gonna be as good as Turner. They're just never gonna be. And Verdugo's not gonna be, ever be as good as Betts. But at least he's a competent player that you can vote on. Yeah, um, I'd say same with the other two though. In that case. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, if he was going to leave, he was going to leave. I don't know. He's a free agent, I think, at the end of this year. But, it, it, you know, it's it's certainly interesting. You hate to see it. I think I think uh, Jaime has to have a good offseason, though. I, I yeah, think we can absolutely. agree on that. He has to have a good offseason. You can't uh, mess anything up this time around because now there's more eyes on you and now there's more pressure on you to deliver when in the last year there was not. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, another disappointing AL team this year, the Angels, were just mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. How do you see their offseason playing out? Did, does Otani get dealt? I believe he still has a year left, right? I think so. Um, the Angels are so interesting because if you throw back to May, they were one of the best teams in baseball. I went and saw them at Fenway on, on May 5th. That was the day I tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Right. And you were <laughs> yeah. supposed to go to uh, – were you supposed to go to the Bruins, Bruins playoff yeah. game the next day yeah. or two days later? Yeah. No, it's – Great memory. Um, not not, for, not me. for you, but like uh, that, that was a great jog of your memory. Yeah. Um, no, I mean this team looked really good at the beginning of the year. They, were, I mean, they had Taylor Ward, right? Yeah. I mean, the, just a player of the year. The fucking earth. It was really falling off, and then obviously Trout gets injured. Um, you know, it, it's tough because do you keep Otani? And then build around like Otani and Trout because he's done this for a while, but it's just not working. And at some point, they're going to have to get in the class to Trout and Otani. Yeah, like what do you do with Rendon at this point? He's been a complete failure. Um, like the bullet on that. Yeah, but I mean, like, what do you do? It's like it's like you have you have guys like Walsh that did nothing this year, oh, Marsh that did nothing this year. Then you also have guys like Ren Giffo who's come on in the second half. He's going to be their starting second baseman next year, which is like a good find for them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you think about to me, it's like if you deal Otani, you know you still have Mike Trout and you cannot trade him. So you have to get MLB ready talent for Otani. And I just don't see any team with an arsenal big enough where they would feel comfortable giving up enough to get Otani where they wouldn't feel like they were becoming a worse team. Like, can you think of a team that has three starting caliber players they could sacrifice for one to just like feel like they got better? That's hard. That's hard. And it's going to take a specific team to get Otani yeah. as well, right? Like, to me, a, a team like the Yankees, but the Dodgers. Look, the Dodgers. I think if you look at maybe the Dodgers, I mean, maybe you do something with like Will Smith and then maybe like. Dustin May. I think then you can start to maybe have a conversation. Yeah. But again, does that? I guess that might make them better, given that Otani can do both. But I think that would be, yeah. you know, I'll look with the Dodgers. I think that might be your best bet of getting good returns. Those are two really good players right there. Yeah. Max Dustin, he's not good. He's just not good. So Will Smith would certainly solve the catching issues. And then Dustin May is, an eight, uh, in my opinion, going to be an ace. Uh, and maybe situation. you get a, uh, a younger, a Trace Thompson or yeah. something where. I mean, Joe Adele, another Angels prospect that was supposed to be Mike Trout 2.0, it's just proven he's never going to even be in the same atmosphere as Mike Trout. Yeah. Might be in the same outfield, but he's, he's no season disappointment for them. No, it's, yeah. um, what else did I have to ask about? Uh, in the NL, uh, actually, you know what? Let me ask you this. The bottom three AL teams, mm-hmm. the Royals, the Tigers, the Athletics, mm-hmm. 
Which team do you see having the best year next year? Oh, hands down the Royals. Got to be hands down the Royals. I mean, Bobby Witt uh, is a phenom. Uh, he's going to be an incredibly talented player in this league. Uh, and you kind of like what else they have in their lineup. I mean, MJ Melendez came on no. this year. He didn't get another sack. No. Damn, and so fucking close. Else. Um, but no, MJ Melendez came on. You got Pasquantino who, who came on as well. Um, so this is a team that's got some good pieces. Rivera, uh, you know, he came on. So um, the Royals, I think, have some building blocks, whereas the Tigers, I don't think, have any building blocks. And then the athletics just traded everybody. Away yeah, last year. yeah. Would you agree? No, I would agree with you. Um, I mean, to, to, to the Tigers' point, I thought they'd be better. I mean, they lost Mize mm-hmm. to Tommy John. They didn't have uh, that kid who threw the no-hitter last year. Oh. Uh, uh, Torn Thurnbull. Yes. Thurnbull. Yes. Thurnbull. Uh, all year. They lost um, Scooble halfway through the year. Erod missed time. Uh, Javi Baez failure. Oh, so, like, uh, we knew Javi was going <laughs> to suck, but they were expecting him to be good. Like, th- those are a lot of good players, so that they missed a lot of time on. I could see them. I mean, Torkelson will have a full year now. Riley Green. Riley Green. Yeah, like, I can see them winning more games next year, but I would go with the Royals. Um, suck Will and Ella, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, so, who you got? Mets, Braves winning that today. Oh, man. I mean, Scherzer just came back tonight. He was dominant. Perfect uh, game through six, and they bowled him. I got to go Razor has to get back. I'm going Mets. I think you get Scherzer back. That's electrifying. I think the lineup is uh, very good. And uh, Atlanta, I just there's something missing with Atlanta this year. That's actually just clinched as we speak. Um, I'm going to go Mets, too. I mean, it's like I heard, the, I heard them talking about it the other day, and I was like, the Mets had a 10-game lead in May and since then have not lost a series. And the Braves just shrunk that lead to, well, like a game or something because they've been the best team in baseball since May. That's nuts. Which is crazy. Like, they did have a very slow start, but I still think the Mets hold on. Like, they've just been so solid all year. You got guys like Bassett uh, contributing. Uh, who's the who's – the, uh, Guillaume, like – Guys like that that have just been good all year. Marte had a really good year before going down. Lindor, obviously. Jeff McNeil is having a hell of a year, third in the league in average. Seven don't forget about on base percentage. Don't, yeah, don't forget about Polar Bear, too. Yeah. I mean, they just had a really solid year. And I, I'm rooting for them, honestly. Like, there's something about the Mets being good that's just, like, fun to watch. Like, think about the Royals World Series. David Wright, like, those kind of guys. Yeah. That rotation, DeGrom. Yeah. Uh, Syndergaard, Carrasco. No, not Carrasco. Who was their third? Who year? was their third? It was, it was wasn't violent. That the, yeah, wasn't that the Daniel Murphy days? Yeah, Daniel Murphy. Murphy. Uh, I'd be, I'd be curious because there's definitely DeGrom. There's definitely Syndergaard. Oh, who was it? That's going to bother me. I'm looking at it. I would just was it 2015? Yeah, I, I would just quickly say too. Like, there's something cool about Evan Diaz. He's you know come, uh, walking out song. I think yeah. that's so. I mean, like, he's been so that. good. Oh, Matt Harvey. Oh yeah. The year that he. Uh, hold on, I gotta go pitch. Uh, Bart Matt Harvey went 13 and eight with a 271. Um, Syndergaard, Degrom, Bartolo Colon that <laughs> year. And John Neese, but had guys like Jarius Familia that year that he was dominant. 
1.85 ERA, 43 saves. Uh, just like, picked him up not long ago, and then he sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good team. That was a good team. And uh, the officer of the Royals, Eric Hosmer, who also the Red Sox have Eric Hosmer. So let's not forget about him. But I mean, that, that Salvador Perez was there. And I want to say Alex Gordon might have been there. I, I don't even know. Alcides Escobar, I think. Are we talking about? Uh, I'm talking about the Royals 2015. Oh, yes. Hosmer, Alex Gordon, Locaine. Locaine. Um, when he was good. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. It's amazing. Fast forward seven years and you see how dominant Salvador Perez still is. And you yeah. see how bad everybody else yeah. got. Like, cool. Yeah. Salvador uh, has struggled to play this year, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Injured for a while. Though. Yeah. But I mean, 40 problems last year. Like, yeah. Eric Hosmer's not doing that anymore. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the bottom three teams in the NL. The Reds, the Pirates, and the Nationals. Uh, the U.S. Yeah, the U.S. here next year. Okay. I mean, uh, such a good question. You know, I think Washington has a lot of issues. I don't think Strasburg is – Strasburg should just retire. Yeah. Um, I like the Pirates, I think. You me. think Pirates? Like, you got a full year of O'Neill Cruz. They held on to Reynolds. Uh, you hope Cabrian Hayes can figure out how to hit a home run again. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like they do have some. I'd agree with you. I'd agree. I think that O'Neill Cruz point is really like I mean, that, that's a short portion out there. Right? And, and he's going to learn how to hit better than 220. Like the way he hits the ball, he can hit 220 for his career. No, he just hits, hits the ball so hard. I would just shout out Arizona. Um, this is a team that yeah. I actually have been so surprised by. Yeah. And they're building something. Uh, I would not be surprised if Arizona was a playoff team next year. I I don't, that was my next question. That was going to be the last question. What team that had isn't going to make the playoffs this year? Yeah, man. I honestly like would say Arizona. I love what they have. Let's, I mean, Zach Gowan, let's shout him out. 41, 42, he was like, he hit 43. Unbelievable run for Zach Gowan. But then look at their hitting. Jake McCarthy. Maybe one of the best hitters in baseball over the last like, two months. Uh, bring him up in fantasy. Bring up Jake McCarthy. Also, they called up Corbin Carroll, who has finally come onto the scene as that young top prospect, and he's played pretty well. Dominant against right-handed pitching, both guys. And so, like, as Collins is going to bring up Jake McCarthy's numbers. Um, Holy shit. I mean, in the last month, he's got 16 runs, five homers, 21 RBIs, nine steals, and hitting 356. This guy's legit. Hitting 301 on the year with 18 swipes. I mean, this guy is absolutely legit. I think he's going to have a monster year next year. And then, I don't know, just building something. Uh, some young talent has rejuvenated that roster. They got 68 wins. That's more than I thought they'd get. And obviously, uh, Corbin Carroll being that young prospect. And uh, Alec Thomas is calling. You're, you're not, a good not, year. not a good year, but again, he's still someone who they value. Christian Walker's had a good year, so they, who's, who's that? Who, who's the fucking shortstop? Marte. Marte. What's he done this year? Not much. Two forty-five. Yeah, not much. So I think they're kind of doing something. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, fuck. If I had to pick one. I mean, I see probably the Marlins, honestly. Like, I know they're at 61 wins, which is low. But you think about the pitching they have, obviously, Sandy, right? And we did like a lot of things they did last offseason. Adicio Garcia, Jorge Soler, moves that looked really good on paper. They didn't necessarily pan out this year. 
but Soler was a one-year deal. Thomas has a few years, or Garcia, sorry, has a few years left, but he was hurt for most of the years, just returning now. So maybe that turns around. I just like the way that they've added little pieces like that mm-hmm. where they're not spending a fuck ton of money on these guys. It's, it's low risk, high reward. And you also got to think about all the prospects they've amassed. Like at some point, these guys have to be coming up. Like you think about the Yelich trade, the Stanton trade, the yeah. where, um, who was the other outfielder in that outfield? Ozuna. Ozuna. These guys, you've gotten big returns from these guys. Eventually, those guys have to be ready to come up and play. Um, what about your team in the AL? And then we'll wrap in the up. AL, I mean, we'll say as of today, so White Sox included. You know, part, obviously my bias wants to say the Red Sox. Um, again, I, I, I oh man, that's so tough. I mean, looking at it today, I mean, I think you got to go with the White Sox. I just yeah. think they're going to have a new manager next year. Whether it's the guy that has, like, stepped in for Tony. I think Tony just needs to focus on his health. He's, he's very old. And uh, he's accomplished a lot in the game of baseball with the Cardinals, obviously. And I think that's something that should be celebrated. But I think he should also just, you know, spend some time with your family, um, you know, and just step away from the game. you got to know when it's t- your time to step away. I think it's this time. I'm surprised that he even came back. I mean, we were also surprised by the hire. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be a really good team next year. And again, all the bad luck in the world with injuries this year, no way it can repeat itself in 2023. And, and the year before that, too. Robert missed time. Him and Oz missed time. Um, Giolito missed time, I think. No, he just sucked. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. This is too much talent. Although, one question mark for me. Do you uh, do you take? I've forgotten so many names. Like, who's the Mariners closer? The one Graveman. Do you make Graveman the closer next year? Because Hendricks has struggled second half. He's blown saves. He's given up runs. <laughs> I, I hope you're I know enjoying on my fantasy team. team. Yeah, fuck. Um, yeah. Do you make Graveman the closer next year because he has microscopic numbers? No, I mean, let me pull him up. I don't. I, no matter what his numbers are, I think Hendricks is the closer. I think, you know, maybe your leash isn't as long as it would be, but I think uh, Liam Hendricks is your closer. I just think he's, you know. He's All right, Hendricks talented. on the year, 52 and two-thirds, four wins, 33 saves, 75K. He's got a three-year and a 104. You can't pull a closer throw over someone like that. I know he had a bad, you know, he's had some bad stints, but all a pretty good year, I would say. Oh, Graveman, I guess. Yeah, not, his whip's not bombed better, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a fair question because I think Raymond had a lot of success as a closer, but uh, I think Hendricks has to be your closer guy. Yeah, I agree. After seeing those numbers, well, last time I saw Raymond, he was like sub two. Um, I think we should touch on Judge to Boston, your thoughts uh, on the possibility of that. I mean, it just doesn't like realistically, realistically, roster wise, it makes a lot more sense than Bogarts because of Mayor and yeah. York and whoever they just drafted. Um, so that in terms of that, I would say, yeah, it makes sense. But, like, you got to think, man. Like, I mean, can you think of a season by any professional athlete that is more successful in a betting on yourself situation? You turn down, what, eight for 260? And he said, no, I'm going to go earn more, and he's going to break the AL home run record. He is going to get 400. Yep. More, I would say more than that. And I don't like to the Red Sox, it makes no sense unless you're not paying Devers or Bogarts. And in that I case, would, I would rather judge over both of them. 
I, I think I would too, but you look at what the Red Sox have right now, it just those oh. holes are gaping without Bogarts and Devers. Who was Mayor right next year? Couple, I think. He was 18 on draft. That's right. I know it is encouraging seeing costs come up. And, and, and you know, he's, he's hit a couple of homers. Yeah, he's going to struggle. That's the thing. He's going to struggle. And yeah. I think sometimes teams just send their guys that way too soon. Let him struggle. Get him in the lineup every day. All right. Yeah. If he goes over, he's like over. Well, I mean, look what oh. happened to Bobby. He struggled. Stayed in the lineup, and now he's done. But Bobby's Bobby. Bobby was never Tristan. And like O'Neill Cruz, he was brutal when he first came up. I think he was in the 100s for a while. Yeah. They kept him in. Then he started hitting bombs, absolute piss missiles. And then everyone's like posting them on. Well, O'Neill Cruz is different. Yeah, I think so. But I think the Tristan Cause is still top prospect. Yeah. Um, but no, it'll be really interesting down the stretch uh, to see. World Series pick as of today. And what's your matchup? Tough. Uh, Houston on the AL side. I just don't know what they have. No one's no. Verlander and Valdez has turned into most the one two in the league. Uh, you yeah. had Brown come up who had two spot starts for Verlander, to up like another 12 innings. He had one three score was out of the pen tonight. Um, but it's just fucking ridiculous. I mean, you lose Correa and you get better. It's, it's out of control. Um, Houston for me out of the AL and fucking to me it feels disrespectful to say Dodgers or Mets and not even include the Braves in that conversation, but I just don't I don't know. I don't think the Braves go back to that. Mm. Um, I don't either. And my heart tells me Mets, but just like on paper, the Dodgers probably win in seven. It's definitely Houston. I, I think you're 100 percent right. Let's not forget like Luis Garcia had a lot of nice playoff playing time. Yeah, he had one four and or five and two thirds close. And then there's another guy there that they have. And why am I forgetting? McCullers. Yeah. Who's back healthy? Yeah. So, like, you're talking. No one's beating. No one's yeah, beating. I had Brown and Garcia tonight. I got eight scores, seven Ks. Pretty fucking good. And I would say, like, no one's beating. I mean, the pitching, you saw it against the Red Sox last year. The Red Sox also moved on. Sorry, Rafael Montero this year. 61 and two-thirds, four wins, 13 saves. 66 Ks at 2.34 and a 1.02. Stepped in for Presley the last two weeks. Six scoreless with six Ks, two saves. Six saves. So I'm with you, Houston. And to be honest, I have a hard time picking against Houston in the World Series. I would be curious to see who it is. I, I'm hoping for the Cardinals. Because that's been uh, back in like April. I was yeah, like, I remember we did a pop together. Yeah. Was, and I was like, all right, Goldschmidt MVP, Cardinals uh, win the division, and uh, Cardinals make it to the NLCS. So at this point, you know, two are likely to happen. And then we'll see. I'll pick them to always get to the NLCS. If they get to the World Series, awesome. But uh, I think it's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be, Car- for me, it's Cardinals. Mets or Dodgers. I could see it anyway. I think St. Louis is going to play Los Angeles. Tough. I don't know if they beat it, though. So I would probably say Astros, Dodgers. I wish I don't want to say it. I know. So annoying. So annoying. All right. Let's wrap it up. That was a good pod. Good to be talking baseball. It's it's been a while, but uh, we will be back sometime soon. I'm not sure if we'll do next week with some NHL preview. Obviously, less than a month until puck drops. So, 
Let's boys, go. boys are itching for hockey. Boys are itching. Uh, David Krejci looked very handsome today on Instagram back at the Bruins practice facility. So that's, yeah. that's good to see. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Clubhouse Convos podcast. You can find us most notably on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out our NFL show, The Sling in a Deep Podcast, hosted by our very own Dan Hayes. Make sure to follow our Instagram as well, at the Clubhouse Convos for power rankings, episode releases, and so much more. Thanks again for joining us today, and we will see you back here next week. Take care, everybody. Put your tears away in the fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. The sweat you ain't done yet. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who accepts. You don't